Welcome to another episode of In the Nick of Time. On this week's episode, guys, I want to talk about blaming God. Guys, let's get into this episode. Let's talk about what we can do to better ourselves and connect more to God. God may not be there when you want him, but he'll be there in the nick of time, guys. Peace, and I hope you enjoy. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of In The Nick of Time live on the Spotify for Podcasters app. In connection with Reprogram Your Thinking videos, which you can find when you follow me on Instagram at Ronicky Hops. I am your host, Nikki, and time is a gift that we should not waste, so let's get right into it. First of all, I don't have a PhD. I am not licensed to counsel. I am not a preacher, so you probably say, Nikki, why should anybody listen to what you have to say? Well, I simply obey God's word. On this podcast, I get to stroke my ego by edifying God only. So if you are listening, that means you and I can grow to grow up together. And unlike the majority, you love honesty. Now, my theme on this podcast is church is not the answer. And you probably say, why do you say that, Nikki? Well... I think we go to, to worship service for a lot of different reasons. Everybody have their reasons. Some say they go to meet God. But, you know, the way they act, totally different. Some say they go because they grew up in the church. It's tradition. So, you know, I just say church is not the answer because we as Christians, we need to search out and seek out the kingdom of God first so that he can be connected to us. He can be our guide. He can show us how to navigate life with all of its uh, tumultuous ups and downs and things that we go through. And also to show us that in his word, he, he he's telling us each and every day, you're going to go through trials and tribulations no matter what. You know, but when you have a connection with me, I can help you through it. You know, I'll be there with you. I'll see you through it. Uh, I'll help you navigate it in the proper manner. All of those things. So, if you're listening, I know you probably say, hey, just another holy roller trying to convert us to Christianity. Well, I don't care if you convert after listening to me. I care that you believe in Christ, Jesus Christ, because our soul is at stake. Notice I said our soul. I didn't say yours and anybody that's listening, just anybody that's listening. I'm talking about myself as well. So, I don't know about you guys, but I don't like trials. So, today's episode, you know, I have been studying Job. I've been been talking about Job's and what I Job and what I've extracted from his word, and I don't know about you guys, like I said, but I don't like trials. The anxious feeling of what's gonna happen at the end of this trial, what's gonna happen next after I get through this trial, and God says in His word, "Don't worry," you know, and those things, you know, they don't. They don't uh, 
come up when you're going through a trial. You know, when, 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 when you're going through a trial, you're not thinking about Matthew 6 and 33, you know, and you, you, you want the trial, first of all, to be over. And we think about our trials as, you know, we don't have enough money in our bank account. Bills are due. Maybe we wrecked our car. Um, uh, maybe we have a leak in our home. Uh, maybe you're, you're, you're uh, like, for instance, us. Uh, this week, our power was out for a couple of days. So it's, it's those things. And, and, you know, you can't get your car fixed if it breaks down. You, you go through these things and... Your connection to God should bring you back to um, what can help you through that trial. You know, but if you're about to lose your home, you're not thinking about going to the Bible sometimes, you know, and 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 you're not thinking about Hebrews 11 and 1 you're not you're not thinking about those those scriptures when you're going through something and I can say that for myself you know all types of negative things run through your mind but I just feel like we have to learn like I spoke about this on a previous episode where I was talking about knowing when you're being accused and when you're being uh, tested, and sometimes we don't we don't understand that, but we must understand life will happen. What's important is that we learn that we can't blame people for our trials and tribulations. We can't take our frustrations out on people because of our tr- trials and pri- tribulations. And the first topic that I want to talk about, because the biggest thing that I got from the first two chapters of Job that I abstracted, and the first thing I want to talk about is, do you blame God for your struggles? Now, Job had, in chapter one, he had already went through um, his children dying. He lost all of his wealth. And at the at the end of that chapter, he said, "Naked I came into this world, and naked I'm gonna leave. Blessed be the name of God." And who who speaks like that when you lost all your wealth? All your children have passed away. Ten children, all of them passed away. And you're like. Naked I came into this world, and naked I'm going to leave. God give it, and he take it away. Blessed be the name of God. How, how do you have that type of mentality? How can you get to that point in life where we can speak like that from a spiritual place? Because when I tell you, when the power was out, I was upset. In all honesty, I was upset, and you, and you looking at it like I 
should be thankful because it could be worse because as I look maybe a house away, a tree split and the tree is now blocking a, 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 the, my neighbor's car in her under her carport. They got to get that tree out the way before she can even move her car. Don't even know if, and the tree probably damaged her car and the home. So when you're looking at what you're going through and you're thinking that it's so bad, you know, and you're blaming God and you're saying, God, why me? And and you got to think, when are you going to say, blessed be the name of God? Why is that something that even I can't say? And that means that, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm, I'm blaming God because I was wondering, I was like, it's certain people that they do all kinds of things. And they're probably sitting in their home now watching TV. And their power is on. And you got to get to a point where you understand, don't fret evildoers. Because people, time will come. It may not, we may not ever see it. But I can't blame God when I'm going through something. I can't. I have to be able to say, you know what? I'm thankful for this at least. Because even when you got the bad things going on, there's something good going on. And you you have to look at that. And you got to stay focused on what's good in my life. I'm still alive. That's the first thing. Because it's babies dying. Uh, it's, it's young 15, 20-year-olds. They're dying. And they're taking lives and things of that nature. And you're, And I'm over here mad just because my power went out. And it. Don't get me wrong. It is frustrating. But do I have to stay in that frustration and start? Because I was mad at MLG and W. Now, I still feel the same way as if, you know, MLG and W could do better because we have had quite a few power outages here lately. And I'm saying to myself, when are they going to decide that, hey, we got to do something about this. Then, after he said that in chapter one, the accuser then attacked Job's health. And I've just been candid and honest with you. You know, that that would cause me to lose heart. But I think about it. I have a a true story. A a young lady I used to work with. A lady I used to work with. um, She was first diagnosed with cancer, I think. It was the early 2000s. And she fought it and fought it. She beat it. And it came back. And when it came back the second time, she had beat it. She had beat it again. 
but her mother passed away. And right after that, she passed away. And I say that to say, you need a support system. And you don't need to try to find somebody to blame, especially not God. You need to make sure that God is your support system and that you are connecting with him at every point and every turn. Even if it's a small trial, even if it's not some huge trial, connect, stay connected to God. Just like we want to stay connected to the internet, because we want to get on the web. The the uh, we want to get on the uh, web because we want to get on Facebook, because we want to be on Instagram, because we want to stand to know. You try to you try your best to stay connected. And you don't blame them for some of your troubles when they, when your social media sites are a big part of our problems. So why do we want to blame God when we're struggling? Why do we want to blame God when we're struggling? And The story of Job is proof that wealth and prosperity means nothing where God is concerned. Because when you have those things, does that mean God is pleased with you? Does that mean everything is going to stay good in your life? Not when you got the accuser running around here looking for whom he can devour. And that's what it that's what is that's what the story of Job is all about. God does not want our our stuff. He wants our devotion. He wants us to be devoted to him and only him. The story of Job is really to show us how the accuser works. Because each time that he went in front of in the presence of God each time that the that Satan went in the presence of God God gave his stamp of approval but the accuser was right there saying well what if you do this you will see that his faith is not what you think it is he's gonna do something evil he's gonna curse you right to your face And that's what the accuser does. He goes to and fro. When we get deep in our Bible, when we get deep in uh, quote-unquote religion, that's when the devil attacks. Because the accuser wants to prove that you are not who you say you are. So when I talk about church is not the answer, these are the things that I'm talking about. Don't blame God for your struggles, but then you want to feel like you're blessed by God when everything is going your way. Because you got to think about the blessings that we take for granted. Like, yeah, we, yeah, the power out, but you got a roof over your head. 
the power out, you might have to uh, go divert from your 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 your, your natural everyday routine. You got to do something different, and it's hard to do that. You know, like going to rent a room. You know, those things are difficult to try to, to uproot your life or change your daily routine because the power is out. But the power of God is never out. You don't ever have to unplug from a power source and, and you should never blame him for your struggle. Now, I was going to talk about how I respond to trials, but I've already told you that. Now, I hear a lot of people now discussing marriage and how to have a good, you know, partnership. But I'm not married, so I can't give you, you know, my opinion. But I will say that when you talk to us as women and we speak of submissive, when men speak of submissiveness, uh, it talks about a wife. But I think that analogy was was due to the fact that when when they were express, expressing that sentiment, they were basically just trying to tell you the connection that you have in relationships should be the same connection that you want to have with Jesus Christ if you want to be in a relationship with him. You got to take on that relationship the same way you would take on the relationship with Christ. And you have to look at Christ and understand everything that he's done for you. Put him first. Connect with him. And your connections with people will be better. Because you would you will be able to submit and yield without arguing or trying to say, why should I do that? You would know because the people that you are with, you will have the discernment, not judgment, but discernment to know, hey, I can be vulnerable. And I don't have to worry about, okay, this person might hurt me. And I think what we what we don't understand as women mostly about submissiveness is we've lost trust. We've lost trust in men and we've lost trust in having relationship with relationships with other women. We don't trust. So we can't be submissive. We can't yield to people. We, we, we don't feel like we can. Now, being a submissive wife, does that mean that you be, you be quiet? Now, let's look at how Job's wife misspoke. Because we are emotional creatures. 
there is a time where we need to understand that you know being a partner is 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 being able to encourage people in tough times being a a a, a good stand up feminine woman does not always mean that you shut up you know how to encourage your partner you know how to be his strength when he's weak because you've learned from the source the power source because let's look at how emotional Job's wife got he's already they both are grieving understood he's lost all his children they've lost all their wealth and now he's sick he's on his sick bed She's emotional. She's not the strength because she's not being his strength because her connection with God is not where it needs to be. And we can say, hey, you can't judge her. That's not judgment because we know. Let's check out what she said. Okay. After Satan had spoke with the Lord, he then left the presence of the Lord and struck Job with painful boils from the soles of his feet to the to the crows of his head to the crown of his head I'm sorry now you know how boils feel you we may get one boil you know under the arm or whatever and they hurt and they are uncomfortable so imagine from your head to your toes, to the crown of your head, to the to the bottom of your feet, you have boils all over you. And he took for himself a potted shear which with which to scrape himself while he sat in the midst of his ashes. Now you probably say, why did he do that? We got to learn to be humble as women and men. And I think that's the problem with relationships. We're not humble. We've been conditioned to be in competition. And Job's wife misspoke. This is what she said. Do you still hold fast to your integrity? Curse God and die. Now, I don't have to beat her down. But like I said, she was not his strength. Because she was not connecting to God. In their time of trouble, she was dealing with her grief. She was upset and she became emotional. And she's saying, Job, you, you're still trying to hold on to the fact that God is good. And look at what he's done to us. Look at what we're going through. We lost our wealth. We've lost our children. And now you're sick. Why are we going to keep serving this God that is allowing us to go through this? 
And when times get tough, that's when you are being submissive. When times get tough, and when you've trusted your man and he's led you, when it's time for you to be his strength, be his strength. It was no time for this. Now let's listen to Job's response. But he said to her, you speak as one of the foolish women speak. Shall we indeed accept good from God? And shall we not accept adversity? Now that's something that we all need to think about. Because we all are like, when things are going good, God is good. God is so good. Oh, my goodness, he's so good. And I can speak for myself when I say that. But it had to be, I can give you an honest story, okay? I went to get my car. I went to get the oil changed on my car, okay? They did the oil change. I was waiting. I saw my car sitting out front, so I thought, you know, hey, my car's done. Why they haven't come in here to, you know, make me pay, sign off, do what I got to do, get my car and go. So I went up to the lady, and she was, to me, she was rude. Okay, I went up there. I said, you know, my car finished. She's like, they'll call you or whatever. I was like, so I had to stay calm because I was like, my car's sitting out there. Somebody should be coming in here and I, or I should be getting ready to pay and go. So as I was sitting there, my phone rang. It was them to tell me, you know, my car was ready. But as they were doing that, the guy was walking around the corner and he was like, your car is done. All I need from you is your signature. Uh, you got you had you needed two new tires. We put them two new tires on there, uh, and that's what took so long. I had to get approval. Like okay, so how much? I'm looking to see you know for him to tell me how much. He's like just sign, you know. Everything was free, and at that moment on me, lady, I'm like God is so good. God is so good. Look at how he came through. I. I didn't know I needed two new tires. That probably would have been about a $500, $600 um, service charge to my car that I wasn't expecting because I was like, I just go get a, I'm just going to get an oil change. And then when the power went out, whole attitude was just different. And it's like, but. I had to come back to remembrance. Like, remember when when you when you didn't have to pay for your 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 car? Remember that? And I knew then I was like, yeah. In those moments when when everything is good, God is good, God is good. But when we face one small trial, whole attitude is just different. So. I'm not just talking to women. Men got to learn to be submissive in the same way. They got to know how to speak to us, treat us, 
and respect us as human beings first and respect us as being child children of God just as they are. And we got to stop blaming people for our situation because at the end of the day, some things we go through because of our decision-making, and we go through some things just because that's life. And I'm not telling you to sit there and like it and act as if you enjoy it, but you got to humble yourself, and you got to sit down in the moment, and you got to understand that God does not move, think, or take actions the way that we take actions. And he wants us to count on him, trust him, come to him, connect with him, and stay connected to him. Like I said, the same way we stay connected to the internet. Stay connected to God. What's up, guys? Welcome to the segment of my podcast where I say, wake up, world. And on this week's segment of Wake Up World, I want to talk about just us being surface creatures. And I want to explain what I mean by that. But first, I want to start this topic off by just saying do you the list my listeners do you believe that we can be confident with being our authentic self because I I hear a lot of people talk about being your authentic self I hear a lot of people talking about keeping it real and all of those things but are we just surface creatures And what I mean by that is we're not able to be vulnerable because we care so much about what people think that we really can't, we really not honest. And a lot of times we feel like we can't be honest. A lot of times we just don't want to be honest and open about a lot of things. And sometimes you can understand that because you have people that use things against you. Like, you know, for instance, the the when you tell people you're a Christian, they're looking for all the ways to try to prove that you're not a Christian. But the one thing I will say about that is as I'm as I'm continuing to uh, connect with God, I'm starting more to realize that people are not at fault. We have to understand that we are flesh and blood, but we also are spiritual beings. So 
what's in here matters so much because when when the wrong person, the wrong entity gets in, gets a hold of that inner man, it comes out. And you and you put it out into the universe. So when I say surface creatures, I mean think about what you see us see when we when we post on social media. We give you the good, but that 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 real comes out when you're mad one day and you just post an angry post. But you want everybody to see the good. But what's really being your authentic self? Being your authentic self is really being okay with you. Learning to like you. Learning to truly... <clears throat> be okay with you when you do something be okay with with your choice because as long as we are here and we only deal with the surface what's on the surface we're going to continue to hurt the healing starts inside really know and be okay and be able to be okay with being a good person. And what I mean by that is there are going to be some people that's going to, you're going to come across some people and they're going to, they're going to do things. There are going to be some people that are going to hurt you. And if you keep failing their test, they're going to keep coming. But in all honesty, it's not cliche. They're not, they're truly not at fault. They are being used because you're not, you're not dealing with your inner turmoil about who you are. And so the tests keep coming and you keep failing because you're so focused on you think you're all right. You you think you're good. You think you're your own person. You think you belong to you. you. You think you're okay because nothing has happened to you. But when you when you rich and you still suffer inside when you rich and you and nobody wants to be around you and you suffer in silence and that inner man just beats you down because inside you're truly broken but you come out into the world and you want everybody to think you got it all together because we make our face up as women we put the long, beautiful, flowing hair on. 
if we don't already have long flowing hair. Uh, we, we, we inject our behind. We inject our breast. Uh, we go get tummy tucks so our stomach waist to be small. And we just do everything to look like we're well put together. But if you do all of that to a body that God tells you, it's going to break down. You're not going to look 20 years old for the rest of your life. So if you're going to do all of that work to try to present somebody that has it all together, you probably we probably wouldn't have to do all of that if we get that inner man together because the inner man would want to know that God was okay with them because God said he'll make your enemies your footstool in the story of Jesus as a little child he, he he was so connected to God that no one can no one could shame him no matter what when you're connected to God that inner man is truly connected to God nobody's gonna be able to come up against you without shaming themselves because God is gonna make sure because he because he would he, he's going to lay your table out in front of your enemies which means people are going to see you thriving and they're going to be over there mad at you because they're not going to understand how is how is she or he thriving and I don't like them and see we don't think like that they don't like you But if you keep moving forward, because they're so self-centered, because they're so messed up, because they are broken, they think because they don't like you, that's going to stop your progression. Our progression only stops when we stop growing, when we stop progressing, when we stay focused on the wrong thing. Like looking at the people that don't, Oh, he don't like me. She don't like me. Because I I focus on that a lot. Oh, I don't think they like me. But I'm getting more and more to the point like, I don't care if you don't like me. But in that I also say, I need to make sure that I'm right with God. So no matter what, I'm okay with however you act because then I'll be able to realize that truly has nothing to do with me. I feel involved when I get involved. And what I mean by that is if I do something that I possibly could be a part of making you angry, then I have to deal with the fact that, okay, I probably did do something. But 
I have to know me and I have to grow up inside so I can make sure, hey, I'm 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 trying to do what I supposed to do. I'm focused on doing what I supposed to do. So I'm confident that God is pleased with me. And when I get to that type of confidence, then I know I could just that's when I can pray for my enemies. That's when I can say, you know what? I'm not mad. You're mad. And you can pray for them. And you can love them in spite of. Because you know, hey, I'm 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 seeking God and I'm I'm trying to live by his word. So I can be my authentic self. I can be more than a surface creature. And I'm going to tell you why we need to focus more on soul searching and not being surface creatures and not worrying so much about presenting ourselves to the world as we got it all together when we don't. Because let's look at what Ezekiel 18 and 4 says. Behold, all souls are mine. The soul of the Father, as well as the soul of the Son, is mine. The soul who sins shall die. So we got to understand that I can walk around and try to prove to everybody that I got it all together. Or I can be honest with God and say, God, I'm broken. I'm tired of being a surface creature. I'm tired of trying to prove to the world that I'm, I got it together. But inside, I don't. And I'm not just, I'm not talking at my listeners. This is me being candid about how we, how we as people, just human beings, not a black or white person, we, we are surface creatures. And that inner man, if it's broken, God is the only one that can fix it. Because you're not, if you're not letting anybody in and you're not being open and you're not able to be vulnerable, then you gotta let God heal you. Because a lot of times, nobody knows something is wrong. Because like I said, we put the makeup on, we put the mask on so that we can look a certain way to the world. We can look like we got flawless skin. Uh, we try to make like make our lips look fuller than they are. We we want our nose to to look more to look more sm- to look smaller in proportion. We want our cheekbones to stay high. 
through our eyebrows to where we always looking surprised. <laughs> I mean, I'm just, I'm just looking at all of the things that we go to, go through to present ourselves to a world that will only beat you down if you don't do what they tell you to do. And yet we put so much stock in them saying, you look good. You look like you got it together. You got it going on. And as soon as you hurt, and as soon as you face a trial, those same people. I knew she didn't have it all together. I knew she was front. I knew she was faking. I knew she was putting on. I could just tell. That's what that. That's what this world that we want so much to. We try so hard to impress. That's what they do. If they don't do that and you look like you got it together, then they they leech off of you until they suck you dry. And then they wrong. Then they run. Then they run. <clears throat> and as if, if you ask them for something, I ain't got it. And then if you bring it up, well, look what all I did. I ain't asked you to do that. You the one thought you were about. So we have to wake up and be honest and be truthful and understand. God said, our soul is his. We belong to him. He wants our soul. This this earthly body is going back to dirt. Those bones and exoskeletons, that's what's in that's what's in that ground that was dug up. When some when if we go dig up a grave. That made-up person, that embalmed person that you seen them in that casket, it's nothing but bones and dirt. Because that's what this fleshly body is going to return to, dirt. But if your soul is right with God is going to live on in eternity. And that's what we need to focus on. Because being surface creatures is what got us where we are today in society. We want everybody to love us and think we got it together. And they're either going to be envious of you And wait for your fall, or they're gonna leech off of you until they suck you dry. And once they suck you dry, 
their own to the next person that they can leech off of. So we got to get back to what's right. And we need to wake up. And waking up means wake up to the truth. And the reason why I say wake up word is because we think we live in a woke society because we go on the internet and we do a lot of researching and we come back with our conspiracy theories of what we think is what really what's really going on. We think we know. And some of it may be true. Some of the things, the government may be corrupt. But it's this same government that we count on all the time, that we vote for all the time to put, we put these people in office because they're supposed to be for us. They're supposed to do things to help us, to make our lives a little bit better. But I tell you what, they'll never be able to do it because that's not their job. And if you want proof, I'm going to end it with this. I'm going to give you proof. That the government is not supposed to be the entity that we count on. It says, let every soul be subject to the governing authorities. For there is no authority except from God. And the authorities that exist are appointed by God. Therefore, whoever resists the authority resists the ordinance of God. And those who resist will bring judgment on themselves. For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to evil. So, when you're riding around, and you speed, you run a stop sign, you run a traffic light, uh, your tail light is out, uh, you, you got a broken rear view mirror, or, I mean, you got a broken side mirror, you got... Uh, too much tint on your windows. Uh, you you're driving with your with your tags out. You're driving with uh, your license suspended. Look at what it says. It says, "For rulers are not a terror to good works, but to to evil." Do you want to be unafraid of the authority? Do what is good. So we talk about fear of the police. But should we be afraid of the police? We can say as black people, because they killed a, a lot of black people, that we should be afraid. But he said don't be afraid. You know why he said don't be afraid? Because you don't have to be afraid when you're doing right. Think about on your job. I go away from police brutality because I know that's a touchy subject. Let's, go, let's think about your job. When you're on the job, if you're doing your job, you think your boss is going to say anything to you? 
Do you have to change up what you do when the head people come around? Because if the head people walk through and you're used to uh, sitting down when you're supposed to be standing, then you got to change. You got to do something you're not accustomed to doing because that's not what you usually do. And then you do it with fear. You're standing and because you, you're scared. You're like, oh, the big people here. Big people walk through and you're doing your job. You know what you're going to do? Hey, how you doing? And you're going to keep it moving. And if they come and ask you a question, you got an answer. Hey, yeah, yeah. What you doing over here? Hey, I'm doing this, 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 and this, and this, and this. This is what I do every day. All right. Thank you. Thank you. And you're going about your business. But when you're not doing right and the thought that big people come around, Oh shoot, they go doing it. And they come over. What you doing? Uh, 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 uh. So the government and government officials and people that are part, uh, entities that are part of the government, you don't have to be afraid of them when we're doing what we're supposed to do. So guys, let's reprogram our thinking. Let's get back to love. Let's recover the life that the devil tries to take from us each and every day. And most importantly, remember this. God may not be there when you want him, but he'll be there in the nick of time. Peace, I'm out, and I love you guys.